Welcome to another episode of the Just Bachelor Podcast. I'm your host, Inyobong Benson. So in this episode, I spoke to Geoffrey Katurega. Geoffrey is the community manager at Heart, that is the humanitarian open street map team. He currently serves as the community manager in the Eastern and Southern African Hub. Uh, Geoffrey has been involved in, in Heart uh, since 2015 and is also an active member of the Open Street Map Africa community, uh, which is a network of local Open Street Map communities from around um, Africa, who also organise the State of the Map Africa. This is what we're going to be talking about today: the conference, what to expect, what's coming up when the conference is happening, and how you can be a part of it as a sponsor, as a supporter, or as an attendee. If you're interested in open mapping and open street map, uh, this would be really interesting for you. And if you're in Africa, I think this would be a conference to attend. It would be really, really nice. Everyone is going to have the opportunity to attend the conference since it would most likely be a virtual one. So uh, let's hop in. Hi, Geoffrey. Thank you for being here. I'm very happy that you got uh, to take your time out to, to have this conversation with me. So um, before we start, we, we're talking about State of the Map Africa, you know, what the plans are, what it is, and, and you know, what we should expect. But before we go into that, could you uh, tell us about yourself, your background, and how you got into um, OpenStreetMap? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Benson, and thanks for having me uh, today. So yeah, my name is Geoffrey, and my background is in IT. And I got involved in OpenStreetMap around uh, 2012, when I was actually at university. So I, I came across this poster, uh, which was advertising for a mapping contest. So I was kind of um, intrigued and wanted to know what, what it was all about. So I got involved in the mapping contest and only to discover it was around about OpenStreetMap. Uh, but really, the, um, the prize for the uh, for the winners of the contest, uh, among which I was uh, one of the winners, was to move around the country uh, teaching people about OpenStreetMap. So although I was new, uh, but I also got the chance to uh, go and visit uh, five different universities across the country in Uganda, teaching people about OpenStreetMap, and that uh, helped me learn more about OpenStreetMap. And... Um, after that uh, contest, I really got more involved with the local OpenStreetMap community here in Uganda, and I never looked back. And later on, I also started uh, contributing to uh, HOT uh, projects, that is humanitarian uh, mapping, which later on actually became my work because in 2015, I started working with uh, the humanitarian OpenStreetMap team, uh, working on uh, different projects in Tanzania and Uganda, uh, in Liberia, but I've also been working uh, a lot with OSM communities across Africa. We do support through our uh, community programs, uh, especially the microgrant program. And right now I'm working as uh, uh, the community manager at the newly created uh, uh, hub, regional hub. So I'm based at the Eastern and Southern Africa Regional Hub uh, in uh, Nairobi, Kenya. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. That's really interesting. So uh, I think I'll be correct if I say that OpenStreetMap opened up opportunities for you. Don't you think that's the case? Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Um, I, th- I think that's the thing with uh, uh, these open source, open data, open mapping communities. They, they really um, open up new opportunities for people. 
And that, that's what I always uh, uh, tell people that you yeah, just go into it and start contributing and you never know where that journey will take you. So uh, that, that has been the case for me. I started this as uh, just volunteer work, but now it is my daily job and I'm loving it and I want to do this uh, for as long as possible. Mm, that's really great. That's great. Thank you for, for sharing that uh, you know, information with us. So let, let's dive into the topic of the day. So I want to ask you, what is State of the Map Africa? Yeah, so State of the Map Africa um, is a regional conference that really uh, celebrates the culture of open mapping, open data, uh, GIS, and its impact across Africa. We organize this conference every two years. Uh, so the first one was uh, hosted in Uganda in 2017. The second one was in Ivory Coast in 2019. And uh, yeah, this year uh, it was supposed to be happening in Nairobi, Kenya, uh, but we have had to move uh, the conference uh, to virtual online uh, because of the COVID situation, uh, which is still prevailing. So, uh, yeah, for this year's conference, really, we are building on the previous conferences and we want to uh, see, you know, a renewed, strong and growing network as part of the global open mapping movement. So, yeah, we, yeah, we are looking forward to having and hosting everyone online as we have this conference in November this year. Great. That's really interesting because, you know, given that it started around 2017 and now is still, you know, going strong. I think that's really interesting. Let me try and, you know, get something straight. I've heard about uh, State of the Map. Is there a difference between State of the Map Africa and State of the Map? I mean, apart from the fact that there's Africa in name of the map, what is the, the key difference? Because people might get confused about, you know, what relationship they have or what differences they might have. Could you clear that up for us? Yeah, thanks for that question. It's actually a very important one because uh, there is a clear difference between set of the map and set of the map Africa. So uh, set of the map is uh, the global open street map conference um, and it is organized by the Open Street Map Foundation. So uh, yeah, it has been happening for several years. The first one happened in uh, 2007 in, in Manchester, England, and it has been moving to different countries every year. Uh, but yeah, this year's set of the map is actually also happening next month from uh, 9th to 11th uh, of, of July 2021. And yeah, it's happening online. So that's like the global one. But then we do have regional uh, state of the map conferences. And that's where uh, state of the map Africa is, is one of them. And uh, yeah, there are others, for example, state of the map Asia, state of the map Latin America, state of the map. US, these are like regional state of the map conferences, but we also have country level ones that have happened uh, in, in the past, although they're not like very regular. For example, we have like state of the map Tanzania, which happened in 2018, state of the map Libya, uh, we had state of the map Cameroon, state of the map France. So these are like a country level uh, state of the map conferences. And really what, what distinguishes them from the, uh, from the global one is that these are organized by other uh, OSM communities uh, other than the uh, OpenStreetMap Foundation. So, like I mentioned, instead of the map, Africa is organized by OpenStreetMap Africa. Uh, and really what OpenStreetMap Africa is, is uh, a, a network of OpenStreetMap communities uh, from all over Africa who are coming together 
and working together to uh, organize this biannual conference. Great. That's really interesting. You know, I've, I've heard uh, it being said that OpenStreetMap is not just a you know, platform, but it's a community of communities. So by what you said, that means that OpenStreetMap Africa is the community that pushes forward, that energizes the set of the map Africa conference. Yes, exactly. So um, yeah, like I've said it right there, uh, OpenStreetMap is not just uh, the map and, and the platform. and that It's also like the, this global community of people who contribute to this map and also use the uh, use the data. So when you look at the OSM communities in Africa, there are different groups in each country in Africa. And these groups are really at uh, different uh, levels in terms of uh, growth. Uh, others have been there for a long time. Others are new and are just starting. Others are, are like uh, university groups, like history, uh, youth mappers chapters at universities. Uh, but really, the, the intention of OpenStreetMap Africa is to collaborate and, and, and work together and uh, try to grow and share resources and learn from each other. And that, that's why we also started this conference, so that through that platform of the conference, uh, we can share uh, stories of what is happening around OpenStreetMap in each country and, and, and you know learn from each other and share resources as we grow and continue to advance the quality completeness and sustainability of geospatial data in, in Africa. So I'm, I'm really uh, proud of what we have been able to achieve and want to uh, do more through uh, OpenStreetMap Africa. I think it's, it's nice because, like you said, OpenStreetMap is not just about the map or the data, but about the people that actually contribute to that data. And I think committees coming together, you know, and having this conversation is what actually moves the project forward. And I think that's really interesting. And having one in Africa to push mapping in Africa, I think it's really good. Let's go back now to the State of Africa conference. Since this is a continent-wide conference with people from different African countries coming together, how do you get to put together all these you know, people from different countries? Is it that they, you, know, you have to travel to meet each other to organize the conference? I'm talking about the organization here. How do you, you know, get to put these different people together to organize this great event and, and then have people turn up for it? Uh, the state of uh, the map africa conference for me has been one of the uh, best experiences i've had working with uh, uh, osm communities in africa because organizing the conference is really a nice collaborative effort um it is completely um volunteer led so all the people uh, that participate in organizing the conference are really just passionate about open street map and you know collaboration so we we do have people participating from all corners of africa and we really just meet online um normally we have uh, monthly meetings when uh, we which start like one year before the conference but Later on, as we come closer to the conference, we start having like bi-weekly uh, meetings and then weekly meetings as we uh, get closer to the conference. So the way we have uh, organized this is that we have uh, different committees. So we have like the venue selection committee, and that's like really the first one uh, that gets to identify where the, the conference will be uh, held. And once the venue selection committee has done its job and identified one country which will host the the conference, we have the different committees like the local organizing committee, uh, which is made up of the local team that organizes things on the ground in the hosting country. We have the fundraising committee whose responsibility is to find money and raise resources to run the conference because uh, that is quite key 
Uh, we have the programs committee responsible for putting the program together uh, because the conference is really about having uh, a program which is good for the attendees. Then we have the communications committee uh, that is responsible for spreading word about the conference, communicating with participants and attendees. And lastly, we have the scholarships committee, uh, whose role is to you know to make sure we bring we can bring people to that conference and give them like the support they need. So, uh, because it is a continent-wide conference, we want to make sure that many people from across Africa are able to participate in the conference, and that's where the scholarships committee comes in handy because it helps to bring uh, people who didn't otherwise have been able to make it to the conference to the conference. So those are the different committees we uh, we, we do have, and this is how we kind of organize the, uh, the, the conference. So the different committees meet and do work in between the, uh, the, the general meeting, which kind of brings everyone together in planning for the conference. The organizing is really open to anyone from anywhere. Uh, so as long as anyone is interested in joining hands and volunteering to participate in planning for this conference, anyone is really welcome to participate in this. And uh, like to encourage anyone um, who is listening to this podcast and is passionate about OpenStreetMap and open data communities to really join us uh, in organizing this conference. Well, wow, that's, that's really nice. I think that's the nice thing about communities, you know, coming together it doesn't matter where you're from, but then you, you have that key goal. It's nice that it's also volunteer-led. That's one interesting thing. And, that you know, all these people that come together have one key thing. They are passionate about open data, open street map, and, and that's really nice. So I want to take you back to uh, when you talked about the different committees. Uh, you did mention the venue selection committee. So how do you get to select the host country? And if maybe there is the vetting process how do people uh, in the country get to apply is it like the community the open street map community in that country that applies as a group or how is this done yeah thank you for that question benson because that's like the the, the idea i want this conference to move to different countries every year until we have reached each and every country in africa so uh, really that process, if, if you're an OSM community out there and you are thinking of yeah, organizing and hosting this conference in the future, we, we always do a call for uh, for venues and the countries and OSM communities who are interested in hosting the conference, they really put in a bid. Uh, so what this means is that the, 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 the team or the group in that particular country has to meet and uh, uh, read the, the call for venues and put a proposal together. So in the proposal, they will have to, to uh, talk about things like the venue, uh, where they can host the conference, how do they, they will find the catering, who are the possible attendees, how, how much will it cost for us to host the conference in their country. So basically, they have to put together a budget. Uh, and uh, we, we always want to make Set of the Map Africa as accessible as possible. So we always encourage people to find um, an affordable venue. It can be at a university uh, where, you know, we don't have to spend a lot on uh, on, on that venue. Uh, but the other thing is that the group that is bidding, they have to be really an OSM community. So they have to be um, like a local chapter for open to map in their country. They can be youth mappers chapter. They can. They have to be a group that is doing uh, that is interested in open street map. Um, and the other things they have to uh, talk about in their uh, proposal is how easy is it for people to travel to the venue. So they have to talk about uh, options for transport, whether air travel, 
uh, or ground travel because we also encourage people to uh, to travel to the conference by uh, by bus, for example, from nearby countries. Um, they also have to talk about accommodation. Where will people stay who come to the conference? What are the options for accommodation? How is the security in their country? Uh, uh, is it like a safe location for people to come and go out of the country? Um, are there other events that are happening uh, that are related to you know to uh, to GIS and open data that are happening near the time for the conference that uh, you know would pull other participants and attract more people to come to the conference and and what are the community building activities that you think of that can make you know this conference a unique uh, African experience because that's the thing with a set of the map Africa because it's regional we also want to give participants uh, that feel that it is uh, an African conference and they're enjoying it in an African way so thinking of other activities around the conference that participants can go through so that's what uh, someone who is putting in a bid has to think of and put in a nice proposal and that's what the uh, venue selection committee looks at and chooses the best that becomes the host for that year uh, but really, the idea is that when you meet as a group in, let us say you are from Nigeria and you want to host the conference, it also helps you to build your community because you are you're meeting and you're talking about these different things. So even when your bid doesn't win, there's already something that you are you're learning on how to organize a conference. So I would encourage uh, anyone, when we put in the next uh, call for venues, uh, whenever things uh, become uh, normal again, please consider putting in a bit as uh, it's also a good uh, experience that you can learn from. Okay, great. Thank you so much. So just to summarize that, uh, there's always a call for, for venue, uh, the, the different communities in each country or maybe a chapter could uh, now send a proposal, a bid, and discuss the, the different issues like uh, the venue, you know, how much is going to cost, then the, the traveling routes and these different things. That is what they should take into consideration while sending in the proposal. So uh, let's talk about the past conferences. Settled Map Africa has been hosted for, for a while now. So, do you have any feedback from maybe the attendees, something that stood out during the, the last two, two conferences that you might want to share with, with us? Yeah, sure. So, um I think when when I look back, like from in 2017, when we, we had the very first one, uh, it was the first one for us. So we were organizing this conference and we were also learning from the process on how do you um, organize a state of the map conference. So we, we did like a lot of consultations uh, with other uh, groups that organize these kinds of conferences, like the OSM Foundation, like uh, OpenStreetMap US, like HOT, uh, for 4G and yeah it helped us to organize the first one and, and we we really had like some good talks and, and people coming to the conference which was really good to see uh, but also we, we we tried to make it unique so that people who come to the conference feel like yeah this is uh, something organized in, in Africa and it's really good quality and we have like good quality talks uh, coming up um, in 2019, uh, we co-organized uh, the conference alongside the World Bankers Understanding Risk Conference, which was good. Uh, that was in, in Abidjan, Ivory Coast. Uh, but what that helped us was to reach a wider audience because the Understanding Risk Conference brings 
people from government and humanitarian actors. So it helped us as state of the map Africa to also reach that kind of uh, audience and spread the word about open sheet map further into into government because we we also want to see open sheet map data being used by government, by government and humanitarian actors in trying to solve uh, challenges that people face in the different countries. So as I think through the past conferences, that's what that's what we have seen coming. Like when you see the first one that happened. And the second one that happened in 2019, there was increased growth in terms of attendees and also uh, participation from uh, across Africa. So I think the, the, the conference is really growing in strength from, uh, from year to year, uh, which is great to see. And uh, we, we look forward to having a successful one also this year uh, to build on the previous experiences as well. Yeah, that, that actually now brings me to, to the next uh, question. You did talk about that, you know, there's growth year by year. So the question I want to ask is, I mean, given the fact that there's been two uh, conferences, do you have information on how the geographic uh, representation has been? I mean, in, in terms of countries in Africa? Yeah, so they... Yeah, when we had the conference in 2017, um, really, the, we we had to make it, uh, like I said, they, they are a country-level state-of-the-map conferences. But what would really uh, make it a real uh, uh, continental conference uh, would be to have representation from as many African countries as possible in terms of participants. So in 2017, we had uh, 150 people attending the conference in Kampala and uh, uh this 83% of the participants uh, came from uh, 25 African countries. So almost almost uh, 50% of the attendees were from Africa, which was good to see. Um, and of course, we had like 17% of the participants from the, uh, from the rest of the world. And then in, in uh, 2019, um, in Ivory Coast, we had 195 participants. Uh, and they came from 27 uh, African countries. So that was like the representation. So that that's like, uh, we, we, what we want to see is that this year, since it is a virtual conference, we want to even increase that number so that we have representation from, uh, yeah, from 30, 40 African countries. And uh, uh, that, that's like the purpose of the conference. We want to reach uh, each and every corner of Africa and make sure people can uh, can can participate and and one of the ways we we made that happen in the past was also through provision of scholarships so in in 2017 we we had uh, uh 20, 48 scholarships given out and in 2019 19 scholarships given out which allowed people to get sponsorship to come to the conference and this was uh able uh, we were able to do this because we were also fundraising um, and had money coming in from our sponsors, uh, which allowed more people to come to the conference and make it more, you know, representative of Africa uh, geographically. Yeah, that's interesting. I think one thing I picked out of this was that it's not just uh, people from Africa that attend the conference, but you said there are about 17% uh, in the first events where people from, you know, they're not from Africa. And I think that's really, really nice. You talked about it, attendees increasing um throughout the year and given that there are also people who apply to speak i want to ask about uh, the women right how are women represented in in this you know 
these events? Do do we have more women who are speaking, or do you have more women who are you know coming to to attend the conference? Could you talk about that? Yeah, but that's a very important question, Benton, because uh, representation in terms of gender is one of the challenges of open um, mapping communities. So. Um, we, instead of the map Africa, we want to see more uh, women um, come to the conference. So when we had the first conference in 2017, uh, we had 28 of the participants uh, uh, as women. Uh, and then in, in 2019, uh, we had 32%, so 63 of the, of the 195 attendees were women and uh that's 32%. So you can see that there was a 4% increase. Uh, but I think what we want to see uh, in the future is to make sure that we have at least 40 and above 50% attendees to be women. We want to see more uh, balance in terms of um, agenda in people who participate in this conference. And we hope uh, this year that can really happen. Um, of course, there are challenges around like access to internet and and that technology when you look at the statistics but uh um yeah we hope like we can do much more and reach to uh to more women to be able to uh to participate in in, in the conference and also even in terms of uh contributing to the map itself because the more uh, women participate the more um women issues will be represented within on, on, on within the map itself within open street map so yeah I, i'd love to use this platform uh this time that you have given us to really call on more uh, women to participate in this year's conference um it has speakers by submitting talks our call for session is open and even in terms of attending the conference so uh, yeah, spread the word to as many women as possible, and I'd love to encourage everyone to participate. Yes, great. I'm actually also looking forward to seeing more um, women, you know, coming forward and you know being part of of the community and being part of the events as well. And I hope that the podcast too would be able to to help listeners, you know, to share the word and, and spread the the good news. So let's talk about this year's conference. You already hinted that it's going to be a virtual conference because of you know the state of the events now going on in the world. So what preparation is being made? What can we expect from this year's uh, conference? Is there something you could, you know, tell us? You can also repeat the dates so that, you know, that could be clear enough for, for everyone who's listening. Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, this year's conference um, is happening on in November from the 19th to uh, the 21st. Uh, on the 19th, uh, which will be a Friday, we want to have um, a mapathon. It will be like just a social event to welcome people to the conference. But then the main talks will happen on the 20th and the 21st. Uh, when COVID hit last year in 2020, uh, we thought our conference is every two years, maybe by uh, November 2021 when we have the conference, things will have gone down, more people will have been vaccinated and people will be able to uh, travel to Nairobi to attend the conference in person. Uh, but yeah, uh, we had to uh, to reconsider. We made a, a COVID risk assessment and made the hard decision uh, to move the conference to uh, online to be uh, virtual. And, and yeah, there are opportunities that come with the virtual conference as well. Uh, we hope more people uh, would be able to attend the conference uh, since it is there are no uh, things like tra- travel. Uh, budgets involved. So we hope more people can really attend the conference and also more 
representation from across Africa. I want to see more people from more African countries uh, participate in the conference as speakers and also as attendees. Uh, we are also planning to uh, organize small watch parties of about 10 to 15 people in different cities across Africa. So these are people like coming together and streaming the talks live on the screen and they are together and they are following the talks and participating in the conference. And we hope that will also be one of the avenues to make sure the conference is accessible to, uh, to more people across the continent. So what is really happening right now is that we are receiving proposals for talks which the programs committee is going to evaluate and announce our program. So I'd like to encourage everyone uh, to, you know, to submit a talk. The more talks we have from across Africa, uh, the better to make the uh, the conference uh, a success. So that's one of the ways how people can really uh, participate, not only by attending, but also sharing their stories on what they're doing in their country, uh, what are their success stories, what are their challenges, how have they solve those challenges so that we can all learn from each other as we, we grow and uh, expand open street map across uh, the continent yeah so how do people uh, submit you know their, their inputs to, to the conference their website or how, how is that done yeah so yeah we have uh, yeah we have the, the, the call for proposals it's on our website which is uh, state of the map uh, Africa. So just go there and find the link or you can also follow us on our social media on Twitter. Uh, at certain Africa and on, on Facebook, uh, you'll be able to find the links to our call for proposals. Uh, but like I mentioned, if you want to uh, participate um, in the conference as well, like the other ways is to join the organizing. You can also volunteer at the conference. Uh, we will be doing the call for volunteers where people can be hosts or doing note taking or translation. Uh, because we want also to make sure that the, the talks are translated in the different major languages in Africa, uh, but also to spread the word about the conference. So, yeah, share about the conferences, encourage your uh, community members to participate and attend the conference so that uh, they can benefit from the conference. I'm going to add uh, the links to the show notes so that people can easily find them. So I think one other thing I you know I picked out was that the virtual you know conference also gives more room, like you mentioned, to you know more representation, more attendees because there's no travel budget, and also that people can come together and sit around in your own community to watch and stream the the conference live. I think that's also really really interesting. Yeah, and I think you did mention you you talked about um, you know that you offer support to. You know, attendees like in the past past conferences, there's always um the scholarship group, you know, where you you get to offer scholarship to people so that they can you know attend the conference, which I think is really great. And then you also mentioned volunteering. Uh, I think the question here is how can people volunteer? Could you tell us a little bit about the different avenues people can can volunteer so that you know people can get the idea and start planning ahead of that? Yeah, sure. So one of the ways people can volunteer at the conference is really to uh, participate in the organizing. Like I've, I've mentioned, uh, the different committees from programs to scholarships to um, communication. So, yeah, if you, you have skills in any of these things or even fundraising, um, yeah, please do join the organizing team. And uh, we do have meetings uh, that happen on, on Mambo which is like our meeting platform every two weeks now. Um, so just join the next one. 
um, and, and you'll be able to join the organizing. But the other ways uh, would be at also volunteer during the actual conference uh, by doing, uh, you can become a session host, you can do note taking, you can be a translator. Yeah, spread the word about the conference and uh, so that you can reach more people. So yeah, look out for the call for volunteers at the conference, which will be coming out later on. Uh, but as of now, if you want to get more involved, you can also uh, join the organizing team and attend the meetings and see how you can help. Okay, thank you. I think volunteering is great because I personally volunteered for you know conference, and I think it's it's a good way to you know learn and also to you know get to be a part of of that community as well. Um, you, you have, you've talked about you know how you support people through scholarship and you know a little bit about how you know people can also volunteer, but what other ways can you know people say corporate organizations help to support uh, the conference? In what way can they help? Is there another way that you accept to help in, in this planning and organization of the conference? Yeah, sure. Um, we, we, we do need resources to run um, the conference. So we are always on, on, on lookout for uh, sponsors um, and also supporters for the conference. So we have um, a sponsorship uh, prospectus, uh, which can also be found on our website. And these are clearly... Uh, defines the different uh, structures uh, of, of, of the sponsorship. So, and then they, they come like in, in categories, so like 500, then there's between 500 and uh, 1,500, 2,000 to, um, so they, they are different categories and each category uh, clearly uh, stipulates what the sponsor uh, gets in return for sponsoring the conference. Uh, but yeah, we, we do need resources. Like I mentioned in, in the past, we are spending money on uh, bringing people to the conference mostly. Uh, but yeah, this year, we also want to make sure that uh, more people can attend the conference. So if someone doesn't have, for example, internet data to uh, to be online for two days attending talks, we want to offer also some scholarships in terms of internet data to allow people to be able to attend the conference. And that's one of the ways that we are going to uh, use the resources that we get from uh, our sponsors, and also the, the event platform that will be used to uh, host the virtual event. So, yeah, um, I'd like to encourage uh, anyone uh, out there, if you are interested in sponsoring the conference, please uh, reach out to us at uh, sponsor at stateofthemap.africa and also check out our pros, uh, sponsorship prospectus and reach out to our uh, fundraising team. Okay, thank you so much for, for sharing my information. Um, I'm also encouraging anyone out there who can support the, the conference so that we can help uh, other people who, who can't to be able to join the conference and you know get to learn. I'm also going to add the links to the show notes so that people can easily find them and, and see how they can, can sponsor or uh, support the, the conference. So what do you hope to see in the future? What uh, is the plan for the future for State of the Map? Africa. Yeah, what I want to see for the future of uh, the conference uh, is the conference to reach each and every country. So um, we have over 54 countries in Africa and uh, it, uh, it would be good to see the conference uh, being hosted in each and every country. And when, when you think about it, those are like 54 conferences. 
So this, this means we are going to be uh, doing this for a really uh, long time. So uh, that's why I'd like to encourage, um, if you're an OSM community in Africa and uh, the conference has never come to your country, start thinking about, you know, bidding for the conference and hosting it when we do call for uh, venue proposals in the future. But really, the intention for State of the Map Africa is to grow uh, vibrant uh, OpenStreetMap ecosystems across Africa, where, you know, uh, OpenStreetMap can be used as the number one source to power geospatial data for development, for humanitarian response, to make sure this data is used. So by having these conferences and by growing these open map ecosystems, uh, we are also growing the need for data and, and are trying to uh, bridge that gap and have people from Africa mapping their own places where they stay and are contributing to the data ecosystem in their, in their country. And, and that we want to see, you know, Africa being mapped all over. And that's one of our goals as OSM Africa, to make sure each and every corner of uh, Africa is is on OpenStreetMap. Great, thank you so much. I actually uh, looking forward to you know these things becoming uh, reality. So uh, one last question. You might have mentioned it before, but could you summarize how someone can become part of the OSM Africa community? I mean, anyone could just sit in their home and map you know stuff that they know in Africa. That's to add information to OpenStreetMap. But like we said, community is really important. So how can someone be a part of OpenStreetMap Africa community? Yes, that's a very good question, Benson. So how can you be, be part of OSM Africa? I think that the best way to become part of the OpenStreetMap Africa community is to join the community in your country. Um, and if the community is not there in your country, then start it. So yeah, check, is there a national chapter for OpenStreetMap in your country, at your university? If it's not there, start the, the, the community. And, and in starting a, an OpenStreetMap community is really easy. It's just, you know, having a group of people that organize regular meetups and contribute OpenStreetMap in their city, in their uh, state, in their country. Uh, really, you can do that. Because when you do that, then you have a group that that group can now join uh, the OpenStreetMap Africa network. Because like I mentioned, OpenStreetMap Africa is a network of OSM communities in Africa. So join the community in your country and then through that, join the OSM Africa uh, network. And then as, as a group, we can work together to support each other, share resources, share experiences and grow OpenStreetMap on the continent. So really it starts with you joining the community in your country. And uh, if you don't know the community in the, in the, in the country, can just reach out to us and we'll be able to guide you and connect you to that group or how you can start up one in your country if it doesn't already exist. Yeah, thank you so much for that information. So are there any final thoughts uh, you, know, you might want to share with the listeners? Any um, takeaways? Um, yeah, really my final remarks is to call uh, every, upon everyone uh, to participate in uh, the set of the map Africa conference. Like I mentioned, uh, it's happening in November from the 19th to the 21st. And I want to see people participating from all over Africa and the rest of the world is, is welcome to uh, participate. So really my call is to right now submit a talk uh, for a session and also register for the conference when the registration is open and participate in the conference and 
I would be glad to see you uh, in November at the conference. Uh, thank you. Thank you. That was a brilliant ending. And I think it would be appropriate for me to say, see you at the States of the Map Africa conference. Yes, yes. <laughs> see everyone at the conference. Thank you, Benson. I'd be glad to have everyone join us. Great. Thank you so much, Geoffrey, for taking out the time to share um, this information with us. I really appreciate your time. Thank you to Benson.